time for you and your money joining me today michael baum vice president and associate financial advisor at weiss hale and zahansky strategic wealth advisors in both pomfret and Tallinn. mike welcome back to the show good morning Good morning, Wayne. Always a pleasure to be here. Today we're addressing a topic that's crucial for families and individuals alike, long-term care planning. The costs associated with extended care can be significant, but with careful planning and strategic approaches, we can alleviate the financial burden. But as we always do in our monthly You and Your Money segments, let's start things off by getting the latest news from the financial markets. What do you got, Michael? Well, Wayne, it's been a really interesting year in the markets. As happy as we were with the strong first half of 2023, which, which saw impressive growth, especially in the technology sector, our investment committee was not convinced we were out of the woods with volatility, as the Fed has continually sing- signaled that rates would have to remain higher for longer to get inflation down to their 2% target. As more economic data comes in, inflation is proving to be sticky, and the economy is not slowing down as quickly as the Fed had hoped. So it's starting to become clear that interest rates will, in fact, remain higher for longer, which creates a real headwind to equity growth. Investors seem to be coming to terms with this reality that rates won't be coming down until sometime in 2024. And what we're seeing in the markets now, Wayne, is is something of a flight to safety, as many investors are drawn to the security of these higher-yielding, low-risk investments like money markets, CDs, and treasuries. So we've made some invest- some adjustments to the portfolios. We managed to take advantage of the current interest rate environment. But for the most part, we're still advising our clients to maintain a long-term outlook, stick with the strategy that aligns to their individual goals, and remain well-diversified. Do you anticipate another rate hike by the Fed anytime soon? It seems like the posturing of the Fed is that there's some split or some divide among their ranks. Some, some may think it's necessary. Others are pushing against that. Um, it, it seems like I would put it at about a 50-50 shot right now that, that the, next, uh, the next meeting calls for a, a very small rate hike. Which sector of the market in the last, let's say it's October, in the last 10 months has been doing the best, and which one is bringing up the rear? Um, well, you know, the three major indexes would be the Dow Jones Industrial Average, the S&P 500, and the NASDAQ. And the NASDAQ is the one that's dominated by tech companies, and it's really led the charge, um, specifically the alternative, um, the, the AI, you know, um, artificial intelligence sector has really pushed uh, earnings this year and growth this year. Um, so that, that was a, a really incredible you know, run in the first half of the year. And it's sort of petering out now. Um, if you look down that spectrum, the Dow Jones Industrial Average has been lagging. Um, so, you know, it's the big industrial um, and more value-based companies that have, have performed the worst so far this year. Michael, do you have clients who have part of their portfolio and investment in AI stocks? Well, I mean, we... we the way we invest our portfolios, um, we certainly invest broadly and in, in a diversified way. So we're certainly getting exposure to those companies um, with the, the way that we're positioning money and the way that we're investing. Um, we don't often own any of those individual stocks outright, though. If 
I wanted to invest in AI. I've never thought of this before. I never asked this question before, but who's out there? Who would be an example of someone that an investor would put money into an AI investment? Uh, well, I, I think, you know, the, the, all of the biggest tech companies that you would think of are investing in AI and, and buying up smaller AI companies. So your Googles, um, Meta, or formerly Facebook, you know, all of those companies are making huge investments in um, artificial intelligence. And so you don't necessarily need to find, you know, the, the next startup company to get good exposure to artificial intelligence. In fact, I would probably say it's better to go with an established company who has, you know, the resources to just continue buying up the technology as it comes out and, and putting it to the best use. Really interesting stuff. All right, Mike, let's dive into today's topic. Explain what extended care or long-term care encompasses and why it proposes a significant financial challenge for many families. Of course. So long-term care involves services like in-home care, assisted living facilities, and nursing homes for individuals who need assistance with daily activities due to their age, illness, or disability. And these challenges arise, you know, from the substantial costs associated with the services that I just talked about. Many are not covered by insurance or government programs, and that puts a huge financial strain on, on the individual or their families to cover the cost. First step in managing these costs, planning ahead, being prepared. So elaborate on how individuals can proactively tackle this. Yeah, I would say the first step in, in planning ahead just involves, you know, researching what the available care options are in your area and understanding their associated costs. Um, and then, of course, considering long-term care insurance, uh, depending on your age and, and the affordability of that. Um, there are a number of great resources online that can help you estimate the cost of various levels of care in your area. So I would definitely say start there. And those numbers can be a little eye-opening, but by gaining a clear understanding of the financial challenges, individuals can start to prepare for them and explore the best solutions for them. What's an approximate age that you find people first considering and or purchasing long-term care insurance? That's a good question, Wayne. I think, you know, if you're, if you wait too long, you may be deemed uninsurable. You know, there's just, it, it becomes riskier for the insurance company to issue the policy. So I think the optimal range to apply for that insurance and when most people start thinking about it is probably when they're in their 50s or about the time that they start to see their parents go through some of these issues. Um, so yeah, probably probably late 40s and, and, and into your 50s. And if you wait into your 60s, that's when it may start to become a little bit challenging to get that policy issued. All right. So let's hypothetically say that someone listening now is in their 50s. They do not have long-term care insurance. What are the upsides? Why do people buy that? And is there a downside to buying long-term care insurance? There is, and I'm definitely going to talk about that a little bit more. Um, but yeah, the, the long-term care insurance can be quite expensive, and the rates on long-term care insurance over the last uh, you know decade or so have been dr rising dramatically. So you know you, you apply for a policy, you understand you're going to pay you know X amount per month as a, as a monthly premium. And then that premium consistently rises. Uh, so it becomes just a, a very expensive thing to maintain. Um, and 
you know, if you ultimately don't end up needing any long-term care, then that's an expensive insurance policy to never end up using. Really good answer. All right, exploring home care options, another strategy to manage extended care expenses. Try to shed some light on how in-home care can be a cost-effective alternative. Yeah, well, in-home care allows individuals to get the support they need while staying in the comfort of their homes. And it, it is it is lower cost than re- moving full-time into a nursing home or an assisted care facility, uh, assisted living facility. So this option is particularly appealing to many older adults. In fact, a, a recent survey from AARP said that 77% of adults 50 and older prefer to age in place. So clearly people want to stay in their homes. They want to maintain some level of independence. And that's where, um, you know, in-home care can really work because it, it's a little bit cheaper and it can be a little bit more on, on your terms, I guess. Good point. Now, Medicaid plays a crucial role in assisting with long-term care costs. How can individuals navigate Medicaid to benefit from this program? Well, Medicaid is a federal program that's administered at the state level and provides health coverage to low-income individuals. So Medicaid can cover nursing home care costs if you're eligible, but it's important to understand the income and asset limits associated with, associated with Medicaid and consult with professionals to determine your eligibility and, and navigate the application process. It may not be a fit for, for everyone. Community-based services like adult daycare can provide respite for both individuals requiring care and their caregivers. Michael, how can these services help manage costs and provide relief for families? Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you brought up the caregivers, Wayne, because, you know, think about who these caregivers typically are. You know, it's often the children caring for their aging parents, right? So these caregivers are often faced with providing care for their parents at a time when they're juggling a lot of responsibilities in their own life. They, they're likely still working, they may have their own kids or maybe even grandkids. You know, I've heard a lot of instances of caregivers who are babysitting grandchildren one day and an elderly parent the next. So many of these caregivers are willing to go to great lengths to maintain their parents' independence and help keep them in their home, but it can come at a tremendous cost to their own well-being. Um, and it's just really, you know, such a heavy burden. So things like adult daycare and other community-based services, um, they can be really, you know, invaluable uh, because they allow the individual uh, who needs the care to remain in their home, um, but they're cost-effective compared to full-time care facilities, and they provide that much-needed break or relief for the family who's giving care. Tax benefits related to long-term care expenses can also be a valuable consideration. Could you explain how individuals might benefit from these tax advantages? Right. Well, a lot of time, long-term care expenses... Um, there may be tax advantages associated with them. You may be able to deduct some of the costs uh, against your income taxes. But, uh, you know, of course, anything tax-related, we have to recommend you consult a tax professional to understand the specific benefits available and how to best utilize them. And an innovative insurance option for managing long-term care expenses is linked benefit Long-term care insurance. Explain how that approach works and its potential advantages. Right. Well, we talked a little bit about a standalone long-term care insurance policy. You know, you were asking when do people apply for these types of policies and 
and what are the potential downsides of, of having that type of insurance? And I said, you know, the cost uh, is somewhat variable. The, the rates, at least especially in recent years, have, have gone up tremendously. So that existing policy gets more and more expensive to maintain. Um, so one sort of solution to that, in some ways anyway, is a linked benefit policy. And what, what that is, is it's, a, it's an insurance policy <clears throat> that combines regular life insurance or an annuity with long-term care benefits. So it creates a pool of money that can be used to pay for long-term care expenses should you need them. But if you never end up needing long-term care, you know, you still have that insurance or annuity intact. Um, so your beneficiaries can receive a death benefit or the cash value in the policy. And this essentially answers the common objection to buying an expensive long-term policy, which is, but if I never need long-term care, I'll just throw all my money away. Um, so, you know, the, the one downside, I guess, with linked benefit policies is that they, they are typically more expensive um, on, on the face of them. They, they cost a little bit more because of the multiple ways that, that the policy can be used. But they do not have premiums that increase. You know, they're consistent and predictable over time. So it can be a nice solution for somebody who, you know, already has an existing insurance policy and wants to exchange it for a different type of policy that has this linked benefit to it. Um, or if you're, you know, just ap applying for uh, insurance now and, and want to have something that gives you that flexibility, it's a good solution. And before we wrap things up, what's your key advice for our listeners regarding planning for extended care and managing the associated costs? Well, we, we've talked a fair amount about managing the associated costs, and, you know, that really starts with just researching what it costs so people are aware. You know, you're either going to need some sort of insurance policy to cover those costs or you're going to need to private pay, and it, it's costly, so you'll want to start thinking about that and understanding what that might look like. But uh, aside from managing the costs, I think my, my best advice would be to have that conversation, you know, with your family, your partner, your children, your loved ones about the type of care that you'd optimally like to receive. You know, is staying in your home really important to you? Um, you know, some people are, are just dead set against any sort of nursing home, um, and but others aren't, you know. And so being clear and communicating about how you would like a long-term care situation to be handled with your family um, and, and maybe even going so far as to sort of document those wishes is a really good step um, in the process of being prepared and planning ahead for, you know, what we all hope won't come, but unfortunately does end up happening for many of us. Time marches on. Good information, Mike. Thanks for sharing your valuable insights and expertise on long-term care planning and cost-saving strategies. If you are seeking assistance in planning your financial future, including long-term care planning, you can request a complimentary consultation on the Weiss, Hale, and Zahansky website, whcwealth.com, or call them at 928-2341. Mike, thanks for being here today. Thank you, Wayne. It's a pleasure discussing this important topic. Weiss, Hale, and Zahansky Strategic Wealth Advisors offer securities and advisory services through Commonwealth Financial Network, member FINRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisor, fixed insurance products and services offered through CES Insurance Agency. They practice at 697 Pomfret Street, Pomfret Center, 06259, and at 392A Merrow Road in Tallinn, that's Route 195, 
at 06084. They can be reached at 860-928-2341. Weiss, Hale, and Zahansky Strategic Wealth Advisors do not provide legal or tax advice. The tenured financial services team strives to support clients in achieving their financial life goals. For more information regarding wealth management and customized financial planning with Weiss, Hale, and Zahansky Strategic Wealth Advisors, please visit whcwealth.com, whzwealth.com.